0: The Bama Online podcast this one on a Tuesday afternoon April the 12th 2022 Travis Dreyer, senior analyst for bamaonline.com with you as some important news breaking earlier today in relation to Vanderbilt grad transfer offensive lineman Tyler Steen with two years of eligibility remaining to Steen He has chosen to take his talents to the University of Alabama An anticipated decision here over the last week But very meaningful nonetheless We'll get into some of that How it impacts Alabama along the offensive line Some scenarios that could play out Also, is Alabama done in the transfer portal With four big pickups since the end of last season is the in full for Nick Saban when it comes to the transfer portal and that option? We'll talk about some of that as well later in this abbreviated edition of the Bama Online podcast. But talking specifically about Tyler Steen, this is a six foot-five, three hundred and fifteen-pound offensive tackle who also considered LSU, Virginia, Kentucky, NC State. And important to note once again, although he is a grad transfer, he does have two years of eligibility remaining, so this might not be just a one-year fix for Alabama along that offensive line. Could possibly get two years out of Tyler Steen, and he comes to Alabama having made 31 starts over the last three seasons at Vanderbilt. He actually began his career in Nashville on the defensive side of the ball, where he saw action in four games as a true freshman in 2018. And four games is important to note because he actually was able to save a year of eligibility. And you combine that year along with the COVID year, and that leaves him with the two years to play at the college level, should he choose to do so. From 2019 uh, over the next three seasons with Vanderbilt, It was all spent on offense for Tyler Steen. He started 12 games at right tackle in 2019, started 9 games at left tackle in 2020, and 10 more at left tackle in 2021. This is a player who hails originally from Miami, where he played his high school football just up the road there in Fort Lauderdale at one of the elite prep programs in all of high school football, St. Thomas Aquinas. If that rings a bell for Alabama fans, well, it should. Jordan Battle, Braylon Ingram, Dallas Turner, currently on the roster. All three of those guys played at least some of their high school football at St. Thomas Aquinas. And when you think back to when Nick Saban took the job at Alabama in 2007, there were still some ill feelings that were lingering from his departure from the Dolphins and also the firing of Mike Shula. That preceded the change in Tuscaloosa Because the Shula family Also had deep ties To St. Thomas Aquinas And the hiring of Bobby Williams Back in 2008 Seemed to help smooth things over Bobby Williams' son Nick Played at St. Thomas Aquinas And Bobby actually served as an assistant coach before rejoining Saban, who he had worked with on that Miami Dolphins staff, and certainly at some previous stops as well, probably most notably Michigan State. But Bobby Williams coming to Tuscaloosa kind of bridged that gap, and Bobby Williams really had a lot to do with Alabama's initial success down in South Florida on the recruiting trail under Nick Saban. Now back to Steen, it's pretty apparent that the decision to bring him in centers on vacancies at both the left and right tackle positions where Alabama must replace Evan Neal on the left side and Chris Owens for the most part from a year ago. Now, Damian George made a couple starts at right tackle last season. Uh, played a good bit at right tackle last season, but seems to be working more at guard this spring. You've had Kendall Randolph, the program veteran, working extensively at left tackle. J.C. Latham going into his second year in the program, working at right tackle this spring. Alabama also brought back Amari Kite at the tackle position, continuing to develop Tommy Brockermeyer also at that spot. J.B. On Cohen every game starter pretty much at left guard last season has tackle experience also you have plenty of interior options right now even with Emil Echior and Darian Dahlcourt out for the spring at the guard and center positions respectively and in addition to Cohen and George at guard you've got Jaden Roberts you got Terrence Ferguson at those positions so again Seth McLaughlin working with the first group at center, even with Dahlcourt out, there will be continued competition, healthy competition at the center position as this team heads into fall camp. So it's easy to envision Alabama being very solid from guard to guard with the expectation that it will actually be a good bit better from guard to guard than it was a year ago because of the experience that Javion Cohen has accumulated with Seth McLaughlin making some important starts at the end of the 2021 season to go along with all the snaps that Darian Dahlcourt provided Alabama with at center a year ago. And then Echior going into his third year, anticipated as a starter at the guard position. But there's no doubt there's going to be a drop-off at left tackle, regardless of who wins the job. And that's even with Steen coming in that said, if you can upgrade at right tackle, and Steen proves to be of at least Alabama caliber, we're not saying he has to be a top 10 pick in the 2023 NFL draft, just of Alabama caliber. If he can give you at left tackle what, say, Barrett Jones gave you back in 2011. Remember when Barrett was needed at left tackle that season? It was, was of Alabama caliber. Uh, look, he still was considered an All-American in some corners that season. But that's the type of left tackle scenario I could see with Tyler Steen stepping in there. And if you get that from Steen and you upgrade at right tackle, there is a scenario where this unit as a whole takes a step forward in 2022. Now, assuming Steen takes over at left tackle, competition for that one spot remaining ratchets up between say Latham, maybe Randolph. It also gives you flexibility once again with Randolph who could certainly help the tight end position where in his absence depth could be a bit of an issue. Robbie Oots is emerging. That's good to see to go along with Cameron Latou. You got a couple of young tight ends that you're going to be incorporating fully into that situation over the summer months. You know the Steen addition also allows for Some needed time where development involving, say, Tommy Brockermeyer is concerned, and even an incoming freshman like Elijah Pritchett, who there are big expectations for maybe more a little bit down the road. Same for Tyler Booker, an early enrollee who can work at tackle as he's done some this spring. I think his best position might be guard for Tyler Booker. But he can be a right tackle, I think, at the SEC level. And so with all this, you ask the question, with Tyler Steen in, is Alabama done in the portal at this point? With those four additions, Jameer Gibbs at the running back position, Jermaine Burton at wide receiver coming in from Georgia, Elijah Elias Ricks coming in from LSU. Uh, it would seem as if perhaps Alabama is. But I've said since early in the spring that wide receiver – is a position I would continue to monitor, even with Burton coming in. Because when you viewed the situation at about the exact same time a year ago, and you knew you had John Mechie, and you knew that John Mechie was of number one caliber as a wide receiver, you still felt the need to go out and get another dynamic option. Now, look, we say all of this knowing that Ja'Cory Brooks is out for the spring, is expected back. But do you know enough about Ja'Cory Brooks and his situation at this point to feel like, you know what, we've got a quarterback in Bryce Young who we expect to lift all boats in terms of his ability to make guys around him better? But in terms of documented proven success and production at the season, it's pretty much Jermaine Burton right now and a lot of other guys. absolutely. You think that JoJo Earl and you, year two, will take a step forward. You think that Aaron Anderson, as a newcomer, is going to have that ability to impact the offense and perhaps even the return game very early on. Uh, but if you consider JoJo Earl and Aaron Anderson as dynamic types, are they also the kind, though, that can take the top off the defense like a Jamison Williams did coming in from Ohio State? A year ago. And I think those are the things that are going to be taken into consideration moving forward and understanding that the transfer portal is ever changing, ever evolving, and needs and opportunities present themselves. Sometimes it seems like, anyway, probably not really, but they seem to come out of thin air. So something to keep an eye on with Alabama. Alabama now in the top 10 programs where transfer portal additions are concerned according to the 247sports.com rankings. Pretty good when you consider Alabama not as prolific as far as plucking options from the transfer portal. More of a cherry-picking approach for Nick Saban, a luxury that he continues to have. And based on, again, the feedback from spring practice has done very well with Burton with Gibbs coming in from Georgia Tech at the running back position Ricks adding to that corner mix in the secondary in general from LSU and now it is Tyler Steen making the way down from Nashville to jump into that offensive tackle mix for the Alabama Crimson side we're going to continue to have coverage on this situation in all things Alabama football you've got a day 2022 coming up on Saturday We'll have a little bit more of a preview in general of A-Day coming up here on the Bama Online Podcast. A little bit later in the week, we'll also look at it from a recruiting perspective as well. Until then, keep it locked to BamaOnline.com. Charlie Potter going to do a great job for you from the team perspective, as you know. Along with Kirk McNair, Hank South, Tim Watts. We're there for you 24-7. It's right there in the link. It's right there in the uh the old URL. And if you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama online podcast? Easy as a click or two. And if you leave us a rating and a review, we would greatly appreciate that as well. Once again, Tyler Steen to Alabama and you right here with us on the Bama online podcast. Until next time, so long everybody.